We are in Parashat Lech Lecha. I'm going to tell first the story. Remember that the lecture tonight is about the art of letting go. That's a subject, that's the idea, the art of letting go. Now, the parasha starts with Lech Lecha. The word is Lech Lecha. And I'm just going to tell you the story first. After we're going to go to the story for the people at home, for the people who came, make an effort to come on the way here. Thank you. So we're going to tell you just the story of what's going on here. And then we're going to go into the Zohar, uh, getting you into out the art of letting go. So it says, Hashem is a commandment. Avram, his name is not Avraham yet. Go away for your own good. Lech lecha, lecha meaning for, for you. Merzecha, from your land, from the place of where you were born. And mi betavicha, also from the house of your father. Of course, there is a lot of meaning in those verses, but I'm not going to go into it, as I promised not to go too deep tonight. And ve'yebracha, and then the story continues. Abraham listened to God, and he's actually living. And he, he joined him later, we're going to talk about it. Lot, his nephew, because his father just passed away. And Aran, his father, his name is Aran. And everybody's now leaving the place where they were born. And there is based on the promise, Avram trusted. And he's keep going and he trusts Hashem. He trusts the Creator. He trusts the Creator with whatever the Creator is telling him. There is a hunger. There is no food. And Avram decided to go to Egypt. At that time, Egypt has a lot of great food. So he decided to go down there. He going down there, is of course, because his wife is so beautiful after all she's only eight years old okay so uh everybody is want her he said he's her brother there is a reason why he say that and the egyptian take his wife from him and of course the angels and god not allow that to happen and there is angels that get involved and in creating a lot of damage for the people of egypt especially pharaoh and for that reason, Pharaoh realized we're dealing with the prophet, we're dealing with a powerful man. He gave him a lot of money and he gave him another gift to give him a woman named Agar. Okay? And basically, after that moment, they realized Lot, his nephew, and Abraham realized that they need to split because Lot basically was about more physicality, Abraham was more about spirituality. And uh, God is keep promising and promising and promising and promising wonderful thing to Avram. It doesn't seem to be manifesting itself because he promised him it will be have a lot of children, but no, no children are happening here. And of course, Lot been captured in a in a certain war, and Avram is making a, a conscious decision. There is a story of the Maaserir tithing, okay. Uh, Avimelech tried to give a lot of wonderful things to Avram. Avram refused to say, I don't need from you anything. I need only, you know, whatever the food that the people uh, will eat. Eventually, after that, Avram is, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the future, the, the prophecy of the future, Brit Ben Avetarim. And uh, Hashem is telling him, I'm the one who's basically going to get you out of Egypt after the slavery. He told them it will be 400 years of a tough slavery and I'm going to get you out of it. So whatever the Jewish people go into a rough time, you have to always remember that verse that eventually you're going to get out of it. But remember also that Hashem will forgive you if you forget about him. Hashem will forgive you if you have a sin of adultery. Hashem will forgive you if you steal, if you kill. But Hashem will not forgive you if you stop studying Torah. The one thing you cannot be forgiving if you're not taking the time to study Torah. There is a reason for it.
as well. I just want to go to the story and then you know, put this aside. And Agar is basically giving birth to Ishmael, the famous Ishmael, and Sarah gave her the Ainara. And uh, of course, there is a lot of complication after that, fighting to listen to her, not to listen to her. And in the end of the parasha, there is the old story of the Brit, the old story of the Brit that Avraham ben Tishim v'tesha shana, 99 years old, be'imulo b'saror lato, v'yishman b'no b'ne 13 shana, b'etzim ha'yazoni mul Avraham v'yishman b'no. So this is before the story of Isaac, we're having the story of Avraham and Ishmael. This is my friend Lech Lecha, and I, as a promise, tonight I'm going to talk to you about the art of letting go according to the Sefer Zohar. So in the Zohar, in the first verse of the Zohar, okay, it says the difference between Tzedakah and Tzedek. Tzedakah, the way you write Tzedakah, is Tzedek, Dalet, Kuf, and Hey. Tzedek is Tzedek, Dalet, and Kuf. Very simple. By the way, Tzedakah is the only words in, uh, in, uh, in, the, that in Atbash. There is a secret code called Atbash that it states Tzedakah, no matter what. So what is the difference between Tzedakah and Tzedek? Tzedek is the, is the need for justice and need for being right. Maybe if you close, I don't know, you feel like there's sound. I don't know where it's come from. When you're looking for Tzedek, when you're looking to be right, when you're looking to, to say what's right, what's wrong, what happened to you? At that moment, you're stuck with your truth. You're stuck with your truth. You know what's right. You know what's good for your friend. You know what's good for your husband. You know what's good for your wife. You know what's good for your children. You know you Tzedek. You have Tzedek. Tzedek, I'm right. I have the justice with me. Everybody looking for justice. What is the justice? What is the justice? What is Tzedakah then? Tzedakah is the opposite of, of, of uh, Tzedek, said the Zohar. Tzedakah is kindness. is generosity. What is generosity? Generosity happens not when it makes sense to you. You got to be nice in the bar mitzvah, the wedding, the brit, to the people that you not want to be nice to. That's called tzedakah. Tzedakah is not, it doesn't make sense to me right now to be nice to my sister, to my brother, to my neighbor, to my wife, to my husband, to my children. This is when you're going according to tzedek. But when a person is going according to tzedakah, the behavior totally changes. That's how you know if you are letting go or not. How is that connected to the parasha? The parasha is a lech, lecha. Lech, lecha. Lecha means in Hebrew, for you. Yeah, lech, lech. Everybody do lech. Everybody moving an apartment, moving to a different home, with a different country, different job. Different. We're, all, we're all great in that. We change pants, we change socks, I hope you do, right? We change things, right? We do, we make some change. Sometimes we force to make the change, sometimes we don't force to make the change. But lech, lecha. Hashem is saying to Avram, for you. You want to make a change in your life? I will teach you how to make a change. Lecha. For you. For you what? Let go for you. Don't let go for me. Don't let go for your wife. Don't let go for your husband. A lot of time I see the husband inside. Honey, I decide to talk to you nicer. Really? Wow, that's, that's an achievement. So wh what do you expect of the wife to say? Wow, let me tell you, husband, you're doing great. That's not the point. The point I decide to change because I want to become a better human being. Now you establish a foundation for success. If you're doing something for the other person, 
for the seed, the seed level is for the other person to please. Let's say you have a boss, you have a tough boss at work, right? You have a factory, they're making, I don't know, metals or airplane. And they're tough people. And you decide to be nice to them. Now you expect them to get you coffee or tea or raise the amount of money or smile to you. That's a wrong approach. That's not letting go. Letting go that I am let go of my need of approval from the other person. I'm letting go of my need of recognition of the other person. I'm doing what I think will be tzedakah, generosity. I'm not doing what I think it's right because that's called tzedek. And tzedek bring judgment. Remember, every time you're looking for justice, you're going to have fight. You're going to be right, but you're going to fight. You may always be right, but you're going to fight eventually. But when you're looking for tzedakah, what would be a nice thing to do for that person who doesn't like me? What can I do different? That's called already tzedakah. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of time, you know, you take people who are very judgmental. Hey, no, not us, but there is people out there, a few people that are judging all the time. You know, some people, you know, going to change their eyeglasses a lot of time. The, the, the doctor asked them, why do you need to change you? Your eyes are pretty good. They say, I want to see the details. So why do you want to see the details? I, 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 I can judge better. I can judge people better. You know, I want to go to a wedding. I want to see what's wrong with people. You don't need your eyes to work perfectly if you don't want to judge. Yeah, it's okay. You're going to see a vision of somebody. There's a conversation. You can hear and have a conversation. But when you cannot let go of that judgment, I remember what my father did to me. I remember what my mother did to me. I remember what this did to me. And if I don't remember, I will go to a therapist and psychiatrist to remind me what my parents did to me. Let go. Let go. No hot air balloon can fly if you don't let go of those sack of sand. It will never fly. You can never grow. You can never go to the next level if you get stuck with your truth. It's not that you're wrong. You're absolutely right. At Sedek Itchaiz, they say in Hebrew, the justice is with you. So what? So what? If you're right, so what? So now the rules say, if you're looking for Sedek, now it's going to be good. No. It's Daka. It's Daka. So the Zohar explained to us, you know, the Zohar said that Abire, meaning they are night, they are, they are important. They feel important when a person uh, uh, looks for, for justice. Avraham, Bore, Avraham, Say, okay, say the Zohar, here is Avraham. Also look for right over wrong. You say, yes, but it wasn't about you are right and I'm wrong or I'm right and you are wrong. He was not busy with that. He was busy with what will be the right behavior right now toward that situation. Am I behaving with justice or am I behaving with charity? And this is very important, Avana. The second thing I want to share with you of letting go, it's in verse you design in the Zohar. In the verse you design in the Zohar, and then we're going to ask questions, we're going to open it for conversation. Just let me finish a few of the things I prepare for you, because I want to make sure it's recording on the Matzlema, on the camera. Pasuk Yudzayin, listen to let go here. Bore, ma katu vaikach terach? Vaitzu itam meur kasdim, vishol katuv, vayatzu itam. Vayatzu ito tzarek lechtov. If it's a, that they took terach, the father of Avraham, so, it's supposed to say that he left. Why it's a more than one person? 
ויצאו איתו צריך לכתוב דיינו עם תר, you should say more people, everybody came out together, כי כתוב ויקח תרח וגומר, למה כתוב ויצאו איתם? דה פסוק, let me make sure I explain it again, maybe it wasn't uh, good the way I singular, ויקח תרח, תרח תוק, and then ויצאו איתם, then it's a group of people came out, משיב אלא, תרח ולוטי באברהם ושרה יצאו, you need to know the father of Abraham, תרח, and Lot is nephew, get out of, of their land together with Abraham and Sarah, כי הם שרצו לצאת בעיקר מתוך הרשעים. You want to know something? Abraham's father and Lot, they were really want to get out of that land. ואחר שראה תרח שאברהם בנו ניצל מתוך האש, after תרח, the father of Abraham, saw that Abraham was safe from Nimrod. from the fire that Nimrod set for him, I, I'm sure you know the, the Midrash, the Midrash go, I will make the story short, you know, Avraham was uh, basically uh, a force to worship idol, but he played with Nimrod, Nimrod came to him and said to him, why don't you worship the God of fire? He said, eh, fire, if I put water on it, it will go away. So okay, worship the God of water. He said, eh, water come from the cloud. So he said, okay, worship the God of cloud. Hey, cloud is, is moving by the wind. And he kept playing with Nimrod. In the end, Nimrod threw him to the fire and, fire, and Avram survived. When Terach saw that, said, I'm, I'm part. Sheraat Terach Shavram b'no nitzol mitoch ha'esh, chazar la'asot retzono shel Avram, u'mishum zeh, v'yitzu tam Terach v'lot. You want to know, say the Zohar, why they mention that everybody left together in one mind, one consciousness? Very simple. Very simple. Please remember that, because Terach was have the capability to say, I was wrong. I did a mistake. Now ask yourself for a question, that question right now, into your mind. Are you into saying, I was wrong in a conversation? How often are you using that? I was wrong. I did a mistake. My, my feeling, I, I might be wrong on that, okay? Maybe I can say I was wrong in the tomorrow. But think about it for a second. Are we using it often enough? And I think maybe I'm wrong on that, but maybe we don't use it enough. We don't say enough, I was wrong. Now, try to think about the one who listened to you right now. When you say to a person, hey, I was wrong, how did they feel? When people talk to you and say, hey, listen, After a conversation with myself, I'm thinking about that. I was wrong. How do you feel? All of a sudden, your heart open. Why is your heart open for them? Because they realize they're no longer chasing justice. Now, they're chasing something more than justice. You could call it tzedakah. You could call it kindness. Whatever name you want to give it. I'm not here to tell you what, what to think. But I'm here to maybe awakening an idea, a thought, that we need to learn to say, I was wrong. In Masechet Brachot, in the Talmud Masechet Brachot, they say something else. They say, Yelamed Adam Atzvul Agid Lo Yodea. A person should teach himself to say, I don't know. That's a different story. But after the fact, be, 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 be a tzaddik for five minutes. Say, I was wrong. I was wrong. You know what it's going to happen? Your house will always have shalom, always have shalom bite, will always have peace. Always. Always will have peace there. Because you're ready to say I was wrong. If you're ready to say I was wrong, you're always going to be right. If your deal in life is to be right and 
Justice is important for you. There is a way to get there. Be willing to say, hey, I did a mistake. Terach, worse than Terach. Terach, Oved Avodah Zarah, he was an idol worshiper. He had a shop. He had a supermarket. He has a, uh, what do you call it? Costco. He had a Costco for idol worshiping. He had a Costco for idol worshiping. Any type of idol you want, he had it there. Size, big, small, he had it all. He was very rich. He was ready to let go of his business, of that Costco business, because he realized he was wrong. He was wrong. So the whole time that he was chasing whatever he was thinking it was right, he realized it was wrong. He said, you know what? I was wrong. Who else did that? Who remember somebody else in the Torah that did it and realized, Achshav yadati shashemu elokim. Hmm? But next to Pharaoh, very good. I mean, Pharaoh say it, very good. He said, it, but he doesn't mean it. He say it just to buy some time. But it was a, a person in the Torah around that time, Itro. Itro. Jetro, when he hear Rashi say, Shama Mashema Itro, what Itro heard, he heard that Hashem was splitting the Red Sea and all the miracles, the ten plagues. But think about it for a second. Itro, it was not nobody. Itro was Kohen Le'el Elyon. He was like the Pope. He was, he was somebody. Like if today we'll have a Facebook or Instagram, he had 50 million followers. Like try to imagine. 50 million followers. And he said to the 50 million followers, I mean, that, that's take a leadership. He say, 50 million followers, I want to tell you something. I was wrong. I'm going to follow Moses now. This is it. And who followed Jethro? Which religion followed Jethro today? Who know? Very good. The Druze. The Druze, their prophet is Jethro. Their prophet is Jethro. They even believe he's buried on a mountain not far from Tveria. If you go to Tveria, it's actually on the mountain. It's there. And uh, they believe uh, that he's, he's their prophet. So just try to imagine, are you capable about something you truly believe right now? Think about your favorite dessert right now. Your favorite dessert. Now, thinking about that favorite dessert, now you want to convince somebody that this is the best dessert ever was created. Are you there? Good. Now, they introduce you to something you never saw before, and you look at them and say, wow, that's really that's better than mine. I was wrong about mine. Are you ready to do that? <laughs> you know how many things you can say I was wrong? And every time you say it, every time you say it, every time you're able to say it, you bring shalom. Shlemut v'shalom, meaning you bring peace into your life. But if you're not capable to say I was wrong, unfortunately, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck with your truth. You're going to get stuck with the justice. You're going to get tried. Uh, nobody understand me. Nobody listen to me. Nobody respect me. Nobody love me. Nobody saw me. How come they don't give me the money I want? Why nobody listening to the way I'm talking? What's the big deal? I was wrong. I would like to listen to your idea. Nigma. In the old days, I don't know if you remember that. I think most of you are in this age. It was no navigation system in the car. It was uh, before that. It was Quest. What do you call it? Map, map Quest. Thank you. Map Quest. I'm trying to remember. It was a paper that you carry with you and you drive. And before that, it was no Map Quest. It was no phone. It was Bezrat Hashem. We all drove Bezrat Hashem. And you always find people on the highway, you see husband and wife. You always see it's a scene. And they have an argument. And the, the husband, <laughs> he put the map on, on the hood like that. And he's looking. 
And you see always the wife give him on the head. Like they usually park, if you know New Jersey, they usually park in the, one of those places that you stop, you're taking a, a break. And you always hear an argument. It was five couples. And she always, the wife always tell the husband one thing. What she's telling the husband? You're wrong. Huh? You're wrong. No, no, no. She's saying something much funnier. Why can't you ask? Ask somebody. <laughs> the same. Ask somebody. I know what I'm doing. He's always like, I know what I'm doing. And then they go and they disappear. If you know New Jersey, usually without map, it's it's difficult. Thank God for, for, for navigation. Those of you who never drove in New Jersey without phone, without map, without what else, uh, navigation. Ah, let me tell you, there's no light. You don't know New Jersey. You don't know New Jersey. You're going, you, you cross, what is it, Fort Lee, the first thing? You hit Fort Lee, then Route 4, and you are on your own. Then you get Fairlawn, maybe Paramus, maybe you are in Tidek, maybe Inglewood, will, maybe Tenafly, because you turn right on the nine. You don't know where you are. You know, you see that I spend a lot of time getting lost in those areas, and no phone, no nothing. May Hashem be with us. Then you have a real emunah Hashem itvarach. You really have belief, because what left? <laughs> One time I found myself, actually, I came from Israel. I didn't understand Bronx and Harlem. I grew up in a tough neighborhood in Israel. So I said, what could be tougher than my neighborhood? I'm the worst neighborhood in Israel. So I'm getting, it's, it is Friday, it's before Shabbat. And I'm in Harlem, and I'm feeling that I'm, I'm, I'm not doing correctly. There is, I think, highway called 278 or something like that, if I'm not, I don't know if I'm not mistaken. I'm there and I'm, I have no other chance. It's going to be Shabbat in one and a half hours. So I stopped the car and I said, I got to ask. And I remember they, they told me, listen, in a certain area you don't ask. It was in the 90. Certain area you can ask. They told me. So I didn't know where I was. And I'm stopping and, uh, you know, one of those cars that jump, like uh, there's music and it's moving up and down all the time with the wheel. Boom, So I said, good luck. I said, Baruch Hashem. And I said, remember, I, told, I said, look at the sky, I said, Hashem, this is my moment. Either let go. I, I don't know what to do. No gas in the car. And I said, excuse me, sir. And he was surprised. The guy with Yamaka come out of his car and said, I need help. And he looked at this guy, I don't know what they were smoking. And I said, this guy need help. So I said, I really need help. I said, I said, what do you need? I said, I don't know how to get out of here for, to Queens. I need to get to Queens. He said, man, nobody ever stopped in this hood. He told me, and nobody ever asked us a question. You are the first, and we're going to respect it. So okay, but you have to trust us. So I trust you. So you just have to follow us. So I'm following you. What, what, what are we going to do? I got to let go. I'm in the car. I'm driving. I say, Be'ezrat Hashem, Itbarach. I'm doing all kind of pray. Meshir HaMa'alot. Every fila. Be'ezrat Hashem. I have no idea what they're taking me. I'm new into the United States. Baruchem, they took me. He said, he stopped the car. And I always said, from here, you're going to go to Queens. No problem. I say, thank you. How can I pay? He said, no, no, no. We respect that you stop and ask us before, the, before your Sabbath. He knew that it was before the Sabbath. I said, thank you. And that's how I make it home to Queens. A lot of time, you have to lower yourself to say, I don't know. A lot of time, you have to say, I did a mistake. A lot of time, you have to say, I was wrong. If you're not capable of doing it, don't expect your life to be that great. Because you, you have a mission in this life, to be right. If your only mission is to be right, what's going to happen? You're going to be, be right. Sometimes yes, sometimes not. And the time that you are right, you're not going to feel enough people respect you. And the time that you are 
wrong, you want to prove the other person to tell you that you're right. You're always going to have a catch-22. But when you're willing to let go of that need, you're a happy person. You're absolutely a happy human being. That's terror. Now, I want to take you to another verse now. All right? Another verse. Everything tonight is about let go, and I hope you will listen uh, uh, to what, what's written here uh, tonight. So it's like that. I mean, you tread, and you tread more, more, more specific. It's a lech lecha. What is lech lecha? What does mean lech lecha? Go for you. You need to know. If you make a conscious decision to change, you don't have to worry. They will support you from above. Have it happened to you that you were in a situation, when you were in a situation, that you didn't know what you need to do. But you needed a direction you need to get better, but you didn't know even where to start. Think about a moment like this, that you want to become better, but you're stuck. You're just stuck, stuck. It's not moving. So the Zohar is telling you here, when you are stuck here, meaning downstairs, and you want to change, you said, God, I want to become a better person. From above, they're going to help you. There is a code in Aramaic, meaning awakening from below is awakening a force from above. Now remember, the main idea of this universe called Olam is action. We are not here to think or to talk. The main positive thing you can do is action. I know a lot of people sitting and philosophize about eh, the meaning of life. What's the meaning of life? And then they have another glass of wine and they drink. And then the meaning of life starts to change. It starts to feel right, the meaning of life. Why? Because when you're drunk, you actually think you're smart. And you, you drink the second glass of wine and say, Wow, I think I got a good idea. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, you convince yourself. Yeah, good, it's a great idea. The third glass of wine, you are on the house selling it to the other guys who have two glasses of wine. And you both running the idea and you both say, Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have nothing to do. But if you want to build the sukkah, what do you need to do to build the sukkah? You have maase, you have an action to do. You have to put the schar, you have to put the, the two pillars, you have, you have to do something. Without action, without awakening from below and awakening above. Now, what does that mean? Those of you who think that maybe God took vacation to Cancun, or maybe God only cares about the, the, the rich people or the beautiful people or the smart people, it doesn't work like this. You need to understand, it doesn't mean you ring the bell and say, Hashem, Shema Kolenu. A lot of time people go to Yom Kippur, to Rosh Hashanah, to Tahnun. Now people are writing on Avinu Malkenu because of the situation in Israel. Avinu Malkenu, Chatanu, Pashanu. Please, you can ask. Hashem is not our servant that you ring the bell and the server come there and say, how do you like your pizza? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't mean I'm supposed to ring the bell. What am I changing? What am I giving here? What kind of korban, what kind of sacrifice am I doing here? Nothing from action, not thought. Not word. Action. You want to be nice to someone? Go write them a letter. Mabaya, what's a big deal? What it will cost you? One dollar to write a letter? Write a letter. Say, I'm so sorry for what happened. And look what it say. 
מתערב שמתעורר תחילה מלמטה על מה שעליו ישרה הדבר שלבעלה וסוד הדבר אור שחור שבנר שהוא סוד הנוקבה אינה נאחז באור הלבן שבנר שהוא סוד זרע אנפין מתרם שמתעוררת תחילה כיוון שהתעוררת תחילה מיד שורה עליה אור הלבן כי התחתון מחויב להתעוררות תחילה. It's a it's like candle. The candle what, what's on top the fire what's in the, in the week the black you can see there is many colors to the, to the, to the flame you have the black the week then around it there is like blue and then, and then the light around it when you light the candle so it's a If you don't have awakening, matches, lighter, something, yes, it is a candle. Yes, Ner Hashem Nishmat Adam. Yes, it's a candle. It's wonderful. It's working. But do something. Do something. Valken katu velokim al damilach kedei she leolam lo yifsok or alavan maolam kilokim mu anukva vim lo techaz velo tishkov ditorer lemata yachez batamid or alavan milemala. If you are doing enough of what you're supposed to do from below. You don't have to worry about nothing from above. Don't be busy reminding God that he needs to give you the paycheck that he needs to give you. Don't remind God about your soulmate. Don't be a reminder. You're not a secretary. Let go of that part. What you need to do is action. Action of goodness. Baruch Hashem, we have 248 mitzvot aseh. We don't, we have enough. Wonderful 248 mitzvot. Those of you who don't know the mitzvot, it's in English. You can Google the mitzvot. You can go if you know how to read the book. Okay, Sefer Mitzvot, or Rambam, or Shuchan Aruch. Very simple. They tell you what is the mitzvot. One of the mitzvot that the Jewish people, unfortunately, are skipping. It's called love thy neighbor as thyself. Go sit in any kosher restaurant and tell people, what do you think about the mitzvah of love thy neighbor as thyself? Hey, we love it. But tell them, that's my religion, love thy neighbor as thyself. You know what they're going to tell you? Are you Christian? That's what they're going to ask. Because they think it's maybe didn't come from Judaism. It's in the Torah, guys. The Oraita. This is our mitzvah. This is what Ilel, Rabbi Akiva. This is our thing. But when we think, I'm not supposed to do nothing here. Everything's supposed to come from above. That's not letting go of my own little agenda. I have to do an action. You want to make, those of you are married, you want to make your wife happy? Make an action, not a talk. Women can get tired of too much nice talk. Blah, 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 blah. Do something. Get the garbage down. Clean the dishes. Put your uh, socks inside the, that little basket. Do something. Don't just say something. Sometimes the women forgive us. They just nice to us because we say something nice. It's not enough. Make dinner. Action. Action. From below, awakening the things from above. Please remember that. The biggest let go is get out of your laziness and start doing action. Somebody asks you to read a book. Make sure you have a deadline for that book, for you, not for them. What's your deadline of the book? When people tell me, I'm going to read uh, this book, I said, I uh, usually, I'm Israeli, so I'm allowed to do that. So I said, how long is it going to take you? So, well, uh, you put too much pressure on me. I'm just, I'm just asking how long, one week, two weeks. Either say, I don't know. Usually it's the same answer as never. I'm never going to read the book. Remember, it's like a wife asks her husband, when are you going to stop cheating on me? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about it. He's never going to stop cheating on you for life. There is got to be a commitment, not because you feel it's the right thing, not because you want. There is area in life that's called must. I must change. I must act better. I must share. If you want to share, you're going to do it as you wish. One thing is a wonderful thing, but it's just ego trip.
What do you think the mitzvot are? The mitzvot is because mm, I feel like uh, I'm going to do Shabbat. Shabbat, it sounds like the right thing for me. Like, ah, Shabbat is cool. Shabbat is a good mitzvah. You eat some uh, kinishes, you eat some kishkes, some chulen. Mm, sounds like a good thing. Sounds like a good deal. People get it together. I am allowed to drink. Mm, life is beautiful. I don't have to work. No phone. Sounds like a good thing. That's not what Shabbat is about. That's not Shabbat. Hashem is telling you to do it. That's why you're doing Shabbat. Now you want to add food to it and matzot or amotzi or whatever. First, you have to understand it from tzivui, from the comment. That's what you got to let go with Judaism. A lot of people who don't get Judaism because they take Judaism as a suggest, as an idea, not as absolute emunah that the Kadosh Baruch Hu is giving me something to do. This is what he gave me to do. Why am I eating kosher? I need to eat kosher. Now you want to know more the why, that's when you study Kabbalah. So Kabbalah will complete the study after you have halacha. If you don't have halacha, halacha meaning the laws. If you don't know what to do, it's like somebody driving the car and he decided, I feel like driving on the left side is better than driving on the right side. I feel like, I feel like I'm more English in my soul. You know, there's been more... London, you're going to kill people. But I feel like it. No, you don't need to feel. You've been commanded to drive on the right. There's laws. There's alachot. Now, you want to study Kabbalah. What is Kabbalah? He tell you the why, the reasoning, why, why it was decided this way. It's beautiful. Now you know why. Why, why it's so difficult to make a cauliflower kasher? Why it's so difficult? Now you want to study the why. But first, I understand cauliflower is almost not kosher when you buy it, wherever you buy it. You've got to be careful. You have to buy it in the right way. Same thing with broccoli, it leaves. I know some people who come to see me, said to me, Eliyahu, I think I'm eating kosher. So what? Well, it's great news. I said, tell me about your diet. Say, I'm eating vegan. Oh, vegan. I said to him, vegan is more than eating a pig. He said to me, what do you mean? I said, I want to know about the sauce they're using. I want to know if they're using lettuce. So of course they use lettuce. We're vegan. I said, are they kosher, the lettuce? He said, no. So how do you know if there's a little worm there in the lettuce? That little worm is like eating a complete pig. What are you doing? And then they said, oh, please, please don't tell me. I, I rather don't know. So, well, now you know. What are you going to do? I just told you. I'm the bad guy and you are the good guy, right? Or bad guy. I don't know. <laughs> Let go of that need always to understand. You want to understand? Study. You don't want to study? Then do what you've been told. People who want to know more, study. There's books, Baruch Hashem. Billions of books. Now you have Sapphire free. You know what Sapphire is? It's a digital thing. You, tink, boom, you have, what do you, you want to know? It's all there. What do you want? Kidvari, there. Zohar, there. Alachot, oh, Alachot, there. Whatever you want. Everything you want. Any rabbi in the world that will talk, ever will talk in the future, there. Any suggest, there. Everything is available. Mabaya. What do you want? Dafyomi, YouTube. Everything you want is available. But you want to know the why. Now, you can close your eyes. I know some, some people who close their eyes and they call it let go. Say, Eliyahu, I heard your lecture about let go and I decide to close my eyes. I'm not just close my eyes. I close my eyes when I choose a soulmate. I close my eyes when I choose food. And I'm like this. I don't know if I'm doing a mistake. But you choose to close your eyes. Can you let go of not closing your eyes? Can you let go of that part? And unfortunately, change Start, remember, with one word, action. Not thought and not words. 
I know that many philosophers in Paris came up with the idea, where does the thought come from? You don't need to go to Paris. The Zohar telling you that the thought comes from the action. That's how the Zohar explained. First, you have an action you do. That action has a thought that's been attached to it in heaven. It's called Ensof. And that Ensof attached the thought to the action you choose. See, if you choose bad, there is a thought that attached to it. A negative thought. If you do good, there's a thought that attached to it. Don't need to think. Need to follow an action. What is my next good action? What will be my next charity? What will be the next person? What am I letting go? And by the way, letting go, it doesn't mean to, to drop garbage at somebody's door. There is all those, also those people. You know those people who donate to you think that they don't need? It's always the leftover. They come to you and say, listen, I have this, uh, let's say, podium. I have this podium. I don't use it anymore. So they bring you pieces of podium, broken podium, and you look and say, what, what, do you have the screw to put it together? No, I don't have it. I don't need it. So I did charity with you. I let go. No, you didn't let go. You are too tired to go to the garbage, and you bring it to my house. That's not let go. When you give things that you want, that's let go. When you give things that you don't want, that's not the letting go. Please remember it with your kids. Please remember it with your wife. Please remember it with your husband. Please remember it with your neighbor. You can't fool human beings just because they don't know the old truth. You can't fool people. Please remember. Now, how is it set? And I'm going to take you to another idea. This is more deep, but I'm going to explain it in a very simple way. Everybody can understand it. It's not going to be a big deal. This is from verse Lamed, and I promise not to go too deep. So I'm going to just, that's the last thing, and then we're going to do a short meditation, question and answer. And it's like that. All right. It's a that in Kabbalah, Pirush Arecha, Ela Aret Asher Arecha, Hashem said to Avram, to the land that I am going to show it to you. There is something called judgment of the left column. You couldn't tell the, the essence of that land, which is Malchut. I owe you explanation on that. In spirituality, or more specifically Kabbalah, there is something called the three-column system. The three-column system it's built, there's many ways to explain it. Chesed Gvorah Tiferet, it's called in Kabbalah, or you can call it Chabad, Chokhmah Binavada, depends how you look at it. What is the three-column system? How can we explain it in a simple way? The right-column idea is giving unconditionally. The left-column idea is setting boundaries, setting boundaries, or think just about yourself. There is two ways to look at the left-column. Either take, 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 or setting boundary not to take. Those are the two columns. The center column is the balance between the two. How is that connect to Lech Lecha? And how is that connect to let go? If you give everything you have, how will you feel? What's going to happen to you? Everything you have, what's going to happen to you? What do you think? Don't try to be nice. Try to be real. Be rational. What's going to happen to you? Hmm? Simple. What? Why? Why? Even if from your heart, I mean, are you ready to give your heart? <laughs> Good point, right? I mean, think about it. What's going to happen? You give everything. What's going to happen? It's not just resentful. I mean, you will be empty. 
You live nothing. You live emptiness in your life. What about if you receive everything you wanted? Now let's go. That was right column. That's called chesed. Now gvura. What happened if you decided that you're going to conquer everything and every domain that exists in the world? Just me, 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 and myself. What's going to happen to you then? Why? You have everything. You have private jet. You have a home in every city in the world. You have it all. The what? No more possibility. I like it. I like it. No more possibility. But the point is, I, I like uh, what, what do you say? It's lonely at the top. It's lonely at the top. When you got everything, you lose the interest. You look. That's what he say. Yeah, you lose. You lose the desire. Very, very good. The idea. The idea is like this. If you think about it, in Gvura, there is no happiness. A lot of time, you there is people who got it. You got more than others, but they're not contained. They're not fulfilled. They're not happy. Why is that? Why is that that they're not contained? Because Gvura by itself in Kabbalah, the Gvura, the left column by itself, what we call Itzhak, that's the part about us we have to bind. We have to control. The part about Chesed, the way we give, that's the part that we, we need to understand. We cannot give overly giving because when you're overly giving, two bad things will happen. You're enabling people around you and then you destroy their independency. You destroy people around you. And second, you stay without nothing, but you expect everybody else to appreciate you for what you gave, but it doesn't work like that. So you have to learn to do what we call Yaakov. A call call Yaakov. We are the people of Yaakov. We are the center column people. We are the center column people. We need to learn to balance between the two. How do you balance? How do you do this let go? Well, with giving, I tell you how you do it. I know I had this, this disease until 10 years ago of giving. It's a disease, by the way. It's a disease that's coming mentally, psychologically, from a need of approval. You want people to like you. So you're overly giving. You give and you give and you give. You give. I was sick of it for all my life until 10 years ago. Thank God I got cured. But you have to learn to say one word if you have that disease that I had for many years. It's two letters. It's called no. It's so difficult. I mean, I remember my first no 10 years ago was a nightmare. It was actually a nightmare for me. For you, I'm sure. Ah, no. For me, like, I can't say it. My body starts shaking. My legs start shaking. Even in my age at that time, I was embarrassed. I was offering a job that was really bad for me and my family. It was terrible. And I'm standing and I'm really so afraid. And I'm looking at that lady. And I said, I, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm so sorry. I'm just not going to do that. And I was panicked. I didn't sleep all night because of that. I felt a shame. Shame on me. Okay. And then I had to read the book, actually. I'm trying to remember the name of the book. It was on Amazon. It was in English. Uh, what's the name of that? Uh, assertive. Assertive behavior. You, you heard about assertive behavior? I don't know if anybody know what I'm talking about. How to be assertive. You know what assertive is? Yeah, sir. Yeah, I hope I'm... In America, there is a word that uses... I'm Israeli, but in America, in every company, large company, they force the people to study assertiveness, especially after the women been complaining about sexual activity for the men. So all women study to be assertive. Not aggressive, not passive. In the middle, in the center, being assertive. I mean, you cannot be aggressive, 
You cannot be. You have to be assertive, meaning saying no, saying yes, balance. It's called in Kabbalah, very simple, center column, balance yourself. Tonight, when you go home, I'd like to give you a mission, tough mission. If you did, it'll be great. If you don't, it'll be great too. But if you want to do it, it's a fun exercise. Try to reach five people in your life and tell them to write things about you, the good and the bad, just to make a list on an email. Promise them that you will never judge them for that. And they're going to write five positive things and five negative things about you. You're going to read those five letters in your email and you're going to find out what type of person are you. Are you a more chesed? Are you too much chesed? Or are you too much gvoa? I used to call those, this exercise eulogy letter. The reason I call it eulogy letter, I say everybody talk about the person after they die and you bury him about what's wrong, what's right. Why don't you tell them while they're alive so they can get better? Much better, right? That's the exercise. Do it. You'll see amazing miracles happen in your life. The reason for that is is because when you are actually start by asking people, you will know if you're overly giving or you're overly receiving. So for the people at home, I'm sorry. Next time, come the, come to the seat. I know you're comfortable in your blanket. You told me that you are easier at home with your pajamas. So you're going to miss meditation and questioning and some food upstairs.